What's happening, people? This your boy, Fish Montana, a.k.a. El Pesco, and welcome to this episode, man. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes, type in This Ain't No Podcast, and make sure you follow us on SoundCloud. Also, This Ain't No Podcast, and if you have any questions, you have any topics you want us to discuss for next episode, hit us up on Gmail at thisaintnopodcast at gmail.com or Twitter at notapodcast, N-O-T-T-A podcast. A lot, but hey, we try to make it. Come on, baby. Don't you forget, this ain't no podcast. All right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go, here we go. This is no, I don't even feel like talking to y'all. Really. I'm just getting to it, yo. Yeah, rest in peace, pop smoke, man. Come on. Let's ride out real quick. Let's go, man. Uncle Buck, you shut the fuck up. It's big on the tongue of you. I bet I shake the room. Fucking left. You ready? Let's do it. Make sure you want me to do it over this uh <laughs> over this type of music here. I'll allow it. Don't even matter. <laughs> B B B Big Buck Brand, Big Buck Industries is in the building. Mm, hold on. We got a guest, but I can't I don't know. We gotta wait till Quavo uh, uh, Shaking in the way, she shaking uh. the flash like to see her face. Uh. And she looking like a snack cute. Birkin bag on the way. Uh, but I see the food. Rest in peace, pop smoke. Let's get it. Alright, man. Shout out. I had to I had to pick us up a little. Man, that felt good. <laughs> oh, I'm sweating and shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, good night. But we got a special guest with us. Who I got to my right? It's Sage. Sage. Where you coming from, Sage? Hold up. Yo. You got plug your shit. All your stuff. Yeah. Where where are what, what what's going on, yo? What's good, y'all? It's Sage. I'm out here. I read tarot cards and shit. All that nice <laughs> spiritual stuff. And um and um if you were interested in Seeing my content and possibly booking a reading, check me out on the Sage series on Instagram. All together, the Sage series. No one is going to check that shit out. That's the way you said it. We just played Pop Smoke. You know what I'm saying? You should, your blood should be flowing. What's I'm up chilling. with you? You're chilling too much. You talk, promote your goddamn self. Yo. I read tarot cards. I read tarot cards, I guess, when I feel like it. Um, um, I ain't even say that. Yeah, I do stuff sometimes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go ahead. I'm can we do, here. Can we do this again? But put some pep in there. <laughs> What's base. good, y'all? It's Sage. Yeah, there okay. we go. I read tarot cards and I do spiritual shit. Holla at me. <laughs> but no, for real. I do tarot cards and stuff like that. Um, I'm real big into astrology and all that good stuff. So if you're interested in that type of content and want to see the type of readings I post and just different little 
tidbits, follow me on Instagram, The Sage Series. It's all together, The Sage Series. See, that was way better. Boom. I like that. That Emphasis. was way better. There you go. <laughs> First time, yo, he's like, I guess I do terrible, whatever the fuck. Are we done yet? I got something to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I do readings, I guess. <laughs> Y'all keep saying I guess. <laughs> yeah, I whatever. And this your boy, Fish Montana, a.k.a. El Pesco, you know what I'm saying? We got shit to plug. Can I plug some shit? Go ahead and do it. Let's do it, man. Twitter, not a podcast. N-O-T-T-A podcast. If you got a bag for us, you want your cards read, we're going to hit up Sage. (laughs) She might do it, (laughs) depending on how she's feeling that day. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get a half-ass reading. You're going to die one day. (laughs) You're going to die one day. Uh, That's it. Goodbye. Hit us up. Gmail. This ain't no podcast at gmail.com. Also, you want to check out our artwork. You know what I'm saying? Other... Uh, videos and whatever you feel like, you know what I'm saying. Whatever you feel like, show, feel like showing you, motherfuckers. Hit us up on IG. This ain't no podcast. Put the at in front of that. See, I wish. Do you have your cards with you? Do you no. just carry them with you? No. No, you don't keep them like a like a I don't know like a spare no. like spare keys. You don't keep just no. okay. I didn't know. Cause I thought it'd be kind of dope. Like if you're like, well, as a matter of fact, and you kind of jacked your arm out and he slid out from your sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> like, kind of like, <laughs> I was a magician, maybe. I'm like, whoa, he blew my mind. <laughs> You know, just like they just fold out her sleeve and just you know what I'm saying? She juggling them in there. <laughs> I'm ah, legit. Ah. I will pop my shit if I saw that happen. Like, I'm glad you asked. I like how we're confusing uh, the tarot cards with magicians and shit. That's how I think we really are, yo. <laughs> hey, yo, we don't usually treat our guests like, but this is family. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's all out of love. It's all out of love. You should have brought the card. I want to know what the fuck you my ain't future looks like. I know, I know. You should have yeah. just brought them. You didn't tell me The spirits didn't doing. tell you to bring them? <laughs> no, nigga <laughs> <laughs> I left them shits the fuck home Wow That's how I know this is a, a sham Cause you should've known You should've brought your cards mm. You didn't mention anything the about discussing The that. universe should've mentioned it mm. Maybe it wasn't meant for you too Ooh. <laughs> Why are you talking shit? Yeah, Jeez. I can't. I have no comeback for that. Oh man, maybe, I, maybe, maybe she's right. <laughs> Got shit on your own show. Yo. Oh, what is the existence of life? <laughs> what is going on here? You feel me? Can you like do you do you do you do that shit like on a regular day? Like, does what? Well, how does that work? Like with tarot cards? I mean, it's a it's a form of divination, so you can kind of like you can do it whenever you want to. You can do it every day. You can do it every other day. But to get the best, you know out of it and being more acclaimed with the cards and just allowing just understanding the flow and just all of that stuff that goes into it you um it would be better like the more you do it the more acclaimed you'll get with it so i mean it's up to you how often you want to do it because that's the thing about spirituality it's all about like what works for you Mm. so so that that was actually gonna be like my question right Mm -hmm. there like obviously i know that people come up and they get readings and a lot of times, I'm not gonna say it's selfish, but this, but you're really looking. If I'm person asking you to go ahead and like, you know, what do you see, you know, in my future or whatever the case may be, you want it for kind of like self interest. But I always wondered about the actual reader, what they got out of it, outside yeah. of like if you get like, you know, money or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. What it has to be something else it's that a, drives you. It's to do a that. spiritual reward, like when you find out that you're like meant to do this. Like that's what my experience was. Like I literally had like. I had a moment when I awakened and realized that, like, my spirituality and just tap more into that. And once I did that and when I got certain readings that kind of, like, uh, 
clarified certain things and certain paths I was on, it just got deeper and deeper. And like, when it's your purpose, that's what the reward is. And um, yeah, we get paid to do it because it is a service. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, and it's a lot of energy because it's energy work, and so you're putting a lot of energy into it. When you, you know, depending on how intuitive you are, because it's different levels of intuition. There's some people who could touch you and they can just feel your aura and be able to tell you certain stuff. It, it varies from person to person, but. Um, yeah, that's just really what the reward is, like, just the the spiritual benefit, just knowing that you've helped somebody. And I've had, like, some clients where, you know, I could tell I really, like, gave them some clarity on their life, like, on some real, like, some real shit. So, it's always, the, it's like, humbling, like what, too. What, 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 what whatever they told you? Like, oh, shit, like, you know what I'm saying? They, what's, what's like, a, I mean, how, I don't want to tell different? their business, but just, like. It could have been something that they were going through on a, a emotional upheaval. And like I said, they don't tell me anything. I mm-hmm. just, you know, a lot of the times I've had some people ask me questions, but, but for the most part, they usually just want general guidance just to mm-hmm. see what spirit wants them to know. And a lot of the times it was situations where um, it was something that they were going through at that time. And uh, the reading basically touched on that and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um and certain things, it may not resonate in the moment, but it can later on because I had someone I gave a reading to. It didn't really resonate at the time, but then later on it did. And she told me, like, yeah, like, at the moment when I read the reading, you know, I had a lot going on. So it was harder for me to, you know, interpret it. But, like, when I actually sat down to actually cause, um, actually read what you sent me, like, it really, like, hit home and da 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 So, um, yeah, it's just rewarding and just knowing how I've impacted people's lives and gained them clarity on, like, certain things that may have been like really like heavy for them so what about you though like when you doing these readings that's the benefit i just said I'm saying, no, no no hold on let me finish god damn it <laughs> <laughs> let me finish yo you already shit on me once <laughs> no like when you're doing a reading so when you're relying this information to these people how is that coming to you you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I, okay. where are you getting the information? Like, how do you know? Oh, yeah, because like, the cards, Um, so cards have, like, certain associations. Like, tarot cards have associations. So, Rider Waite is, like, the original tarot deck. So, usually beginners usually start there, and it's, like, you just study. It's basically studying and practicing, applying what you learn. And then once you become familiar with what the cards are, you get that natural flow and then it's just like certain things come to you naturally because you kind of like understand it's like the cards are like puzzle pieces so mm. it's when you you will get more out of it when you pull more than one card because certain meanings may change so yeah the cards may have a certain meaning but another card next week can also change the influence of what that meaning is it's a lot of symbolism mm. and a lot of things that go into the cards but you you learn that through when you study them like it's books and research, practicing. Like it was some people who as well like may use other types of cards too because there's so many different types of divination like oracle cards. There's people who do pendulums. Like so people, it all depends on what your intuition is because some people literally have the intuition, like I said, where they can touch you and like be able to like, you know, palm readers. Like I had a palm reading before that like I didn't tell her anything about what was going on in my life and stuff she was saying was like hitting to a T. Hmm. And I was like, how? And that's kind of like before I even got into tarot, like I had the spiritual, like the, the curiosity was there and I knew that's what it was. But um, that was a little bit before I got more into tarot. I don't even know if I had cards yet, but yeah. Hmm. I know with like something kind of circling back to something you just mentioned before with the sp- uh, spirituality part, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned that how that, I guess, beyond the financial pieces, a reward for you. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm curious, 
and you don't have to answer if I'm getting too personal, like what gaps are either missing or do you feel like they're being fulfilled by reading uh, tarot cards versus like, I know the way that we grew up, you know, in terms of like, you know, church, belief, faith, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Do you feel like there's a shortfall that doing the tarot readings fulfills better than mm-hmm. going, you know, a lot of people devote, you know, dive into church, right? Right, right. Or whatever the case may be, like, mm-hmm. would you mind kind of sharing, yeah, yeah, exactly get, sharing yeah. in that? Yeah, I get what you mean. That's a good question. Um, I feel like the difference, and I'm just take, take, kind of taking into the spirituality aspects, as tarot is a part of spirituality, it's just like, I feel like spirituality really allows you to get to know yourself and trust yourself. Because I feel like, for me, the way I see it, like, yeah, I still believe in God, but it's like, I also can see how, like, I'm also a part of God. Like, I have, God gave me the tools to, like, we all have intuition. We all have Mm. the ability to tap in to that unknown part of ourselves where we just have those instincts that we can't explain like we all have that like it's something that we all can have everybody has intuition whether you tap into it or not or whether you follow those little random hunches that you randomly get that you realize oh like I should have listened to that like we all have that and um it's just a matter of really just allowing yourself to explore that however that may be and I feel like church in my opinion is like I feel like it kind of like hinders that I feel like it kind of like keeps you restricted in terms of because you don't really put that lot of trust in yourself. I feel like it's more of a lot of trust put mm. into that higher power. Mm, I see what and I, it's fine, but it's like you still have to put that equal amount of faith in yourself, like and belief in yourself and being able to cuz a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that we we need to know is within us. We just have to go within to like find it. Like it's not always external and I feel like religion is more external like seeking the answer outwardly when it's like it's really like you have the ability to tap in like to yourself and like that's crazy when you tune into the different yeah. messages and stuff that like your intuition is like guiding you like when you tap in so it's amazing what you like discover man I'm trying that's, to tell you that's crazy you say that because I actually I do believe that you know, even before you know you started breaking down with um the spirit you know the, the tarot cards and mm-hmm. how it works and everything mm-hmm. I do believe like all of us as humans there's a Thing, there's like the uh, levels inside of us. You know what I'm saying? I always believe that. You know what I'm saying? Like when we see a rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like when we see a, a Jordan or or LeBron or Tom Brady or these great people. You know, there's something that they tapped into. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whether it be spiritually, like a, a Martin Luther King or Malcolm X. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They tapped in intellectually. You know what I'm saying? Or they're just known leaders. It's something inside of us that that we can just listen to, or we just reach our uh, I feel like our God level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we do all have a God level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now it's funny saying that because some people may think our oh, God level we should be able to turn water to wine, and yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like to some give people everybody think that's blasphemous. For yeah, you to say that. Like, but I I believe that. Right. Like I, we're we're all made in uh, God's image. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? We should have, we all have God levels. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it may be not just it may not be you know creating miracles and stuff, but we could be like a you know you can be an intellectual. You exactly. know what I'm saying? You can uh, invent things. You can mm-hmm. you just reach the, your top God level, your potential. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I always believe that. You know, and I think once you like you said, if you believe in self and you worry about self and you know. 
I believe that you can reach that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. And I just feel like spirituality allows more room for that, for you to really get to know yourself. And the one thing I love about spirituality as well is that tarot is just one form of divination. It's so many things for everybody that someone could use to just, you know, even if you don't want to be a reader for others, like you can do something for yourself just to strengthen your intuition and yeah. to just mm-hmm. get some clarity on some things. Like if you really are at that point in your life where you just are just flat out confused and you need some type of like I need some type of clarity like that can be when you tap into whatever divination practice you have where it'll just allow your intuition to guide you to see things in some type of way that you literally never considered before and that's what I love about tarot but like I said there's so many different things like you can find something that works for you it's numerology I'm not good at numbers, so I'm not going to do numerology and adding and all that stuff. Some people don't like tarot because it's too much work having to look at a picture and then analyze different things and allow your intuition to also analyze and whatever comes up to your mind, you you say it like kind of thing. Like, but all it's so many different things. So have, that's have what I love ever, about it. Have you ever been wrong? I mean, I would say so, or it would be just like, you, it may not resonate, like, it's like, certain readings, like, if you, it's a lot of readers who do general readings, I do general readings, and sometimes it may not resonate with the person, like, and we always say, if, if it doesn't resonate, then it's not for you, like, whoever this is for, if it's for you, kind of thing, it's just more about just putting that inner, like, just putting the message out there, similar to what preachers do, like, this message isn't going to be for everybody, like, that one sermon probably didn't hit you mm-hmm. that day. But if you feel it, then. Yeah, then it's it. obviously for you, because usually the first thing you think about when you when you watching a reading or listening to a reading, that's usually that's your intuition telling you like that's kind of like something that's resonating or is hitting home on some kind of level. But like, I feel like it's, it goes with church as well. Like, the, you're not gonna not every sermon is gonna hit you, but it's gonna be somebody in the church who who may need it, mm. kind of thing. But that's what's up, yo. That's interesting. I'm glad you broke that down, yeah. boys. You know what I'm saying? Cause I never saw it from that perspective before. I thought it was a crack of bullshit. It's a lot of of parallels between spirituality and church and religion. And church has a lot of uh, spiritual context that, like, a lot of people deem as, like, oh, witchcraft, voodoo shit. But it's really, like... I mean... mean, Ancestral shit. Again, going down that path. But I kind of get that to a degree because right now the church, for lack of a better word, has a monopoly on the whole spirituality game. But which isn't fair, I think, is... Put it like this again, not to get too deep, but at the end of the day, as long as you're a good person and you're doing what you're supposed to do to mm-hmm. go ahead and kind of, you know, contribute mm-hmm. to society and to the world, so to speak, and stuff, no matter what you believe, how can that really be wrong? Because the so called holier than thou folk and, you know, Christians or whatever the case may be, those are some of the most corrupt <laughs> individuals that you can ever meet in life. Doing it's horrible like things. How you shit on, you know, of one aspect of spirituality when you believe somebody right. split the sea with a staff yeah. or yeah. you believe a man walked on water, you believe right. the man died and came back at the exactly. three. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. It's all in the same realm if you ask yeah, me. Yeah, but for me, in my, like, for me, it's like also another thing I like about spirituality that a lot of spirituality is based on like your intuition and stuff, but it's a lot of science and facts involved in it too. Like you, it's a lot of stuff rooted in things you see. Like, and just in terms of just things that we like no exists like mm-hmm. that's why I love um astrology so much and just the different stuff I learned not like horoscope stuff like the real astrology stuff like knowing about like the planets and just planets being in a certain sign and Mercury retrograde all that kind of stuff like the reason why like I actually number one actually observed something that actually happened that I read about that was supposed to kind of like likely to happen during the time period and 
the fact that it happened, I was kind of like, that's kind of like what got my interest started. But just that fact alone that, like, these are planets that we know exist. And Mm -hmm. the sun we know has energy, which is what causes for us to be alive and for plants to survive. So the fact that it would be far-fetched to believe that other planets don't have energies that can impact shit that happens here. If the sun already does it. And we know the moon also affects, like, Mm -hmm. the waves and the water. So it's kind of like, how can those two things be permissible, but everything else is kind of like... Ah, get that shit out of there. So that's why for me it's like stuff like little stuff like that when it's based on things that I actually know exist. Like we all learned about these planets in school. So it's not like it's a it's a mythical book that says, Oh, Jupiter was this da 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 da. Like you can argue about like the the Greek gods and stuff mm-hmm. there, but that's that's different, but like the actual planets itself no, that was and real. stuff like that. That was real. <laughs> the Greek gods? Yeah. Why not? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hercules. Y'all saw Hercules. Come yeah. on now. Okay. <laughs> that was it was all real, yo. Zeus okay. and all them. Those stories are lit though. Yeah, I mean, it's all for like it's, it's, all, it's all symbolism for real. And yeah. I mean It's all entertainment. Yeah. I don't wanna <laughs> get super Afrocentric, so <laughs> we can But I don't know, before we move on I need to know about Mercury retrograde. Because 'Cause I'll be hearing women talk about mm-hmm. this. Mostly like, women. That's right now. You're like, what the hell is it? Yeah, they keep it's saying like right everything bad that happens is because of Mercury retrograde. Not everything bad that happens. Well but that's well, that's what I've been hearing. And I just believe I, everyone has a fucked up day sometimes. I mean, like, Mercury's right? currently in retrograde now, and that was actually the uh, retrograde I was speaking on that kind of like got me more into astrology. Because typically during Mercury retrograde, Mercury rules technology and com- like communication and stuff like that. So typically during that time, like it's more likely for technology and stuff to kind of like glitch out and just either break. That's why they always say like back up your computers and all this kind of stuff. And so when I first read about that, I went out to the club that night and. All the ATM, not ATM, all the credit card machines were down in the club. Mm. And I was like, mm. no drinks for you. I was like, <laughs> I thought about it. No, but that's crazy. No then my GPS. Like, look, I got it for free. Ladies <laughs> <laughs> right. free before 10. Right. <laughs> I'd be sober as a motherfucker, you know, <laughs> drinking water all night. So the niggas had to go to the ATM. And so it's just like, it can be delays as well. Just like, basically nothing really going as planned. Because it's the time period and to like reflect and stuff. I don't know. I was in D.C., though. But it wasn't, like, it never happened before because I've been there before. Was it, was it that a night. Boot, was it a bootleg club? Mm-mm. That's, That's what, what I'm trying to figure yeah, out. I think it was Alero's, actually. Alero? Oh, I've never been there. Okay, yeah. That, you know, it, Is it cool? Yeah. Off I'm, of U Street. I'm from, uh, yeah, it's on U Street. Oh, U Street pretty chill. Yeah. But um, cool. just little stuff like that. And, um, yeah, so technology is more likely. My laptop actually uh, broke during that time before. Was it a shitty laptop? No. <laughs> was it a Dell? No. <laughs> what was it? And, um, it was a. Uh, We're not shitting on Dell. We like the bag too. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> we, we just trying to find out. Was it was old. Yeah, had you dropped it previously? No, I never dropped it before. Facts. Did you have Windows ninety eight? No. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's, but let's nah, ask and like my GPS uh had glitched and took me like around like a whole different part of uh, Baltimore and stuff like that. So just little stuff like that. But that's basically what Mercury is about. It's like it can rule it rules communication and technology. And so during that time it's supposed to be more so a period of like reflecting and revisiting things, like maybe you realize something you did before you probably don't want to do again, like just little stuff like that. Rather than actually initiating like so, new projects and stuff. Because it's likely that that things may go wrong or you may realize you missed something because you wasn't really like but in that life though things could always go wrong yeah, shit things could go wrong yeah. right now my yeah. whole but the point of it is that energy right cuz 
everything is energy, so it can influence certain events and certain energies because other people are being affected by it too. So it's yeah. that's that's how it goes into it. See, that's why that's my conflict. I just feel like things happen because they happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's true. <laughs> you know but I mean? sometimes certain energies are there to present for certain things to happen, though. Like you get what I'm saying. Like certain things may not have happened if if like I'm trying to think of how I can like. Level it. I'm trying to think. It happened in my head, but I just can't get it in words. So if I, so you're saying, I'm thinking is that if I didn't do one certain act throughout the day, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have affected what happened to me later on in the day. It's or more it so like about a, it could have been just something like, like I said, because the energy's present. So it could be like maybe that energy influenced you to even do that action. Like, let's say it was like. You had an energy of like, let's say it was a certain planet right now that was like can influence like impulsive like anger mm-hmm. activities. So the energy is there, right? And let's say you chilling or whatever, going about your day, and somebody at work just says something that just was like, "I'm not feeling it today." It just triggers you yeah. and just kind of go off. But you just feel okay. like you're not with it today. But it was actually a, a higher level in terms of influencing why you felt that way, kind of thing. So when you're aware of those certain energies at work, it kind of helps you know how to like manipulate and tap into that to like avoid certain events from happening that kind of thing see they're going to block this because remember like i said the church has a monopoly on the game to them i'm actually the devil is on your shoulder and it's convincing you to flick off not mercury in retrograde The devil, yeah, exactly. The, the devil, devil did it. The devil made you do that. No damn planet. <laughs> the devil made you cuss out that motherfucker last week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm actually being um, polite because I'm I, I'm vocal about like usually vocal about uh, how I feel about church and all that shit. But I ain't about to go there. Hey, we here. This ain't if no podcast. Want to, if you want to, but I just want to say. I mean, because I've always been. I'm a. I'm a. I say I'm a spiritual guy. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't. Uh, because religion, I feel like, has taken people down a lot of bad paths. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Religion has brought war. You know what I'm saying? Religion has brought a lot of um, just confusion to people, a lot of uh, a lot of conflicts. Mm-hmm. You feel me? But if you're slavery, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's been forced upon people. But like, if you're spiritual, you know what I'm saying? Whether you believe in God, you believe in Buddha, you believe in uh, Allah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you're spiritual, you believe, you know, it's all it's all the same. It's all not. You believe in a higher power. You believe in your energy. You see how we're all connected because we are all Mm -hmm. connected. So it's just like, I just feel like spirituality is just it's just freeing. Like I don't know, it's just. And the more I learn, like even um, at school, um, when I took my African diaspora class, and the more I, I was already not really religious, but I didn't really have like the establishment. Oh, okay, I'm spiritual. Like I just was kind of like in that in between. But I believed in a higher power, but it wasn't really anything mm. deeper than that. And so the more I was just learning, I was like getting so mad. I'm like Christianity, like they what they did to some of our people. Like oh my god, like just all this different stuff. Like how like when Christians went to Africa way back in the way way, how they you know saw. I'm saying us because we're, you know, black. Mm-hmm. Us saw us there. We are black. Yeah, so <laughs> mm-hmm. they saw us there, and they basically was just like, I remember I saw, it was a quote, and it was of some professor or something, and he they was like, um, yeah, they just basically deemed us too primitive to understand, so basically just we should just make them do whatever, I guess, at the end of the day, which, you know, obviously slavery happened, so they just felt like we were just too dumb 
to really try to like civilize and all that yeah. stuff. So I guess the best option would be to just take him do whatever and but, stuff like that. Really, just yeah. fucked with me. Yeah, but I don't really blame Christianity for that. I blame the people who, you know, forced it. Like, I believe Christianity. White Christian people. Yeah, white Christian people. Like, I don't blame more so the religion. They what they were they were manipulating the book. Anyway, right, you know what but I'm it wasn't. I guess what I was saying is that it's, it wasn't initially for us, and so the fact that it's just generations of people who oh, yeah, yeah, follow yeah. that yeah. because they were basically taught that, but it's all basically because somebody at some point in time in that bloodline was probably forced to believe this religion. So it's not really like it was never really something that was kind of like, yeah, um, I learned Christianity. Let's just try it out. It's just it came from that point in time and at it was, some point. It was forced upon yeah. yeah, and so just little stuff like that. Just um, for me personally, just like uh, when I learned different stuff like that, and just the more I learn, it's just seeing how a lot of people really just don't think for themselves and really follow something that really was used to like be hold against us. And it's just for me. I'm trying so hard to be politically correct. For me. Why? <laughs> no, because it's a real sensitive topic. And I don't yeah. like getting into it with people because at the end of the but day, my believe. opinion is not finna change. So I don't really like I don't really like debating like that. I mean, yeah, I mean, not debating. No, I'm not no, I'm just saying yeah. for people listening, not y'all. No, sure. I mean <laughs> live your truth. I'm gonna let you talk mm-hmm. about live you it's your truth, whatever you feel, you feel. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, it's your opinion. It's not going to change, so you might just you know. No, I know. I'm like, just saying. I'm just saying that. that I'm there. just saying it cleaner because the way I usually say it is just like it's just flat out. Oh. Fuck that shit. Oh yeah, people, but that's yeah. why I said that's why I'm trying to keep it clean because how I feel about it is way more aggressive than how I'm stating it right now. No, nah, and I, I get you. Um, again, it's, and it's not like a broad stroke approach. Uh, and it's funny that we're having this conversation just because prior to coming over here, um, I don't know if y'all saw that. Was it that it's on Netflix? If I'm not mistaken, the whole Michael Max. Yes. Oh, the, uh, yeah. That shit was. I'm on off. episode two. It's so good that you brought that up. So, I'm you done. Mm. so I mean, and again, that, that and I'm I'm just bringing that up just because mm. I'm using that as an example of because we're talking about Christianity just because you know at this table you know Christians, but at the same time, I think it's just most religions where I think it, it, a bad taste gets put in your mouth with religion when it comes to people specifically those in power of various religion um whether it's like christianity islam whatever you know where you're supposedly doing god's work whether it's you know in christianity god um allah Mm -hmm. whoever and you know you're supposed to be a righteous person but at the same time when you get a taste of power Mm -hmm. uh what's that old saying um Absolute power corrupts absolutely. No. Something along those lines. Don't where deep. I heard yeah, that, that, that shit. That was nice. <laughs> where you, you heard that before? That's, no, I said no, that was nice though. Yeah, where you go ahead and get a taste of that power and you, when you feel threatened, whatever that threat or perceived threat is, you do whatever it takes to go ahead and hold on to that, you know, basically what you have or what you perceive to have. Yeah. And it goes totally against the concepts that you're trying to preach to other people. And in this case, 
Um, you're talking about like you can make the case with the Catholics, what's happening with the whole molestation thing, yep. um, with uh, Baptists. But, but you're talking about like still, these preachers abusing, you know, abusing mm-hmm. power, misappropriating funds. And Catholics um, is, is still the most, that's what uh, I'm saying. the biggest yeah. religion in exactly. the world. Mm-hmm. When um, in the Malcolm X case, um, again, the perception that, oh, he's above Elijah Muhammad and we got to do whatever it takes to take him down. And you forming these um, behind the scenes partnerships with the FBI to go ahead and kill one of your own. I mean, no matter what it is. It's beyond People, religion. Exactly. And, and at the end of the day, I think, if anything, it just shows that we're human. We're flawed. Yeah. You know, and to your um, and to the larger um, point to what you're talking about, where you look outwardly to go ahead and so-called get the answer to kind of get you to a certain place with what you're doing. Well, not knocking it, but at the same time, let me look inwardly a little bit more to go ahead and kind of. You know, look at my own energies and figure out my um, figure out f- for myself basically yeah. how I fit into this whole spiritual picture mm-hmm. versus someone else kind of preaching and, exactly. or dictating to me in some cases mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to believe and what I'm supposed to feel. Because yeah, that's what the conflict comes in. That's how people end up doing like stupid stuff and just messed up stuff because it's just like it's that conflict and some and in some cases as well. Even if not, even if it's not stupid stuff. They just may be conflicted with certain things they want to do, but feel like they have to do a certain thing or live a certain way because mm-hmm. this—that's what—that's what—that's uh, the religion said I have to do, and it's just like, but what do you want to do? Like when you really step outside of just like like the religious like social constructs, and just even outside of that, like just societal type so- social constructs, you really when you step outside of that, you really realize how a lot of like your views and opinions on a lot of shit is not your own. You're shaped by other people, yeah, right? Yeah, and it's, I can see how it can be intimidating because you are left with no identity at the end of the day, and you have to figure that out. But it's really freeing when you really figure out what is for you and really not concerned with what you feel like it should be or even feel like you're being going to be punished by God like for feeling mm-hmm. a certain way. And it's like... See, my issue with it is is that... Um, because I do believe people need some type of guidance because mm-hmm. some people are like mm-hmm. lost in the world and... Mm-hmm. If you want to go the religious route and want to study Christianity or whatever religion, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. But my thing is more so the judgment in the religions. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like they act like we shouldn't have done anything before or they haven't done anything before. Or if we're supposed to we're supposed to be preaching forgiveness. Right. You know what I'm saying? What's this? This isn't in the Bible. Thou without sin should cast the first stone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> ain't nobody throwing no stones around here. Yeah. Everyone has sinned before. Yeah. But people forget that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Now that's what I. That's my pet peeve. It's like yeah. you. We're all, you know, not saints here. You know what I'm saying? This says it right. And it, then mm-hmm. people f- like like to forget certain that the Bible says this shit in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we should. You know, love thy neighbor and, you know, right. don't judge and all this other shit. Yeah. But we're judging left and right and, that was and dis- putting it on the Bible's name and shit. Yeah. And that's the disconnect that I always had with religion. It's just like because I always had my own opinions and views on stuff. And it just never collided with what religious ones. I remember in high school, like I had I remember the whole gay marriage thing first started coming up when certain states started like having bills proposed mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And like me and my mom was just talking about it because I had a, a gay friend at the time. We was best friends. And um. I had told, I had told my um, my mom about it, like the whole you know just the gay marriage issue, mm-hmm. and my mom was like, uh, I was I was just like, no, she said something about like it's in the Bible, da da da, and I was just like, but I mean, I don't really see the issue, like what does it have to do with me, kind of thing, like 
how would you feel if you didn't if you couldn't get married just because like a fucking state told you you couldn't and my mom was like well if, if you're a christian that's what you gotta think and i was just kind of sitting there like yeah, that's no. dumb like yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, no. dumb i have my own brain i'm not about to think yeah. this way because of a bible so a book told right. me that shit yeah i mean uh, to that point too like and I'm, the against, discon- I'm just against marriage so <laughs> no one should be married so i mean <laughs> with the whole disconnect piece too kind of along the same lines uh particularly when it starts becoming more and more of a uh, topic with once again gay marriage or just um being gay right where the way i look at it What's wrong with that? As long as you know two people love each other mm-hmm. or together, and again, if they're not harming you, mm-hmm. exactly. let them live their life and stuff. Like, yeah. how's it hurting you? Um, also, I was like, how is it that they're so called worse people than someone that's supposedly preaching God's word, and again, they're abusing their power and right. sometimes twiddling little boys or having right. affairs, and you know, but it's just being like gay is the most abominable. And they could be offense, like I'm talking about. Like you could go ahead and um, hey, let's use the current political climate, right? Pete uh, Buttigieg, Pete Buttigieg. I know I mispronounced his last name, but you figured that he's a millennial, but he's articulate. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very intelligent, mm-hmm. and he's a vet. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? He sacrificed his life he's to go to service, gay, right? Exactly. Um, he sacrificed his life for this um his life for this country. But in some respects, people look down on him compared to like other folks that are doing way, way worse things versus someone who's done all this and is pretty much devoting his life towards public service, in other words, mm-hmm. towards his fellow man and <laughs> trying to prove their life, but he's a bad person. Exactly. How does that make sense? Uh that's what really trips me but, out. But can um let's play devil's advocate. Sure, sure. Go ahead. Is it possible for someone to disagree with your lifestyle but still let's not say they're not hateful towards you but can they just did not agree with how you live your life i don't think so because why what does it have to do with you enough to the point for you to disagree with it it's not like what they're doing is literally affecting anybody except to the person that there's consenting to dating them or messing with them like i don't i feel like that's to me it just sounds similar to like White people who may say, I mean, I'm not racist, but I mean, I don't really know why black people are here or do whatever the case may be. But I'm mm. not racist, though. Like, no, I feel like racism is different because that's really you don't fuck with them because dis- they're uh, how yeah. they were, you know, does their skin. Yeah, color. but you're discriminating against somebody well, you know. who can't control something. And that's the same thing with sexuality. Like people don't choose like I mean, you can, but a lot of people don't choose like people. A lot of people are really born. Attracted to whatever. Attracted to kids. You agree with oh, that? Oh no, that's not. That's not even in the same group. But they can't help it. That's not sexuality. That's pedophilia. No, this is, they're sexually attracted to children. That's not okay though, because it's children. They're not. I'm talking about people who are se- attracted to genders, which is of course including that they're consenting adults. Like same way with straight people. Like you're attracted to someone who's a consenting adult of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. And you have sex with them when consensual sex with them. You don't. It's no consent with being attracted to a child. You just a fucking pedophile. Right. I, I, and I guess. Hold on. I don't agree with none yeah. of that shit. I just. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 I know. No, where you're I got to put that out there. Yeah. Disclaimer. Just being devil's advocate. 
And that's the first thing that came to my mind. They're going to be like, devil's advocate and for pedophilia? Right, this nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, and He's I guess, defending pedophilia. But, but I no, say, I was just trying to see what's going on. I'm just testing the water. And I hate to say, these days, too, you do have to not only clear that up, but also, I hate to say, people do use that as an argument. Like, mm-hmm. well, I can't help it. But to be clear about that, once and for all, too, an adult, try, to me, that's taking advantage of a child. Exactly. And it's been yes. proven that children have not developed the brain capacity exactly. to make Correct. those type of decisions. So yeah. that's a whole nother. Yeah. So no. there's <laughs> no respect at all for that. About it. But um, getting back to that religious part when we were talking about people being hypocrites, that Malcolm X thing, that's the main thing that really pissed me off about the documentary. All these Muslims, all these people at the mosque and all that, praying and shit. But. Nobody, people knew about the dude who really, who actually killed him, and nobody said anything when the dude, when the guy who was doing the documentary asked, people were just kind of like, oh, just leave it alone, like, or we just didn't want to talk about it. And it's like, y'all stay silent. And a lot of people casually knew who the guy was. Like, they been heard to talk about it, but nobody ever said anything. But it's like, y'all really, like, call yourselves. Like, it was just really, it really just made me mad because it's just like, Somebody could have said something. It could have been an anonymous tip because y'all are deep. It's not like it's a mosque of five people where you can narrow narrow down. Like it's deep, and it was different mosque locations the guy went to and stayed at. So it's yeah, like yeah, but I'm pretty sure I don't. I haven't seen the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Right, only I'm only on episode two, but I feel like if that is the case, is that safe to just be saying who killed Malcolm X? I feel like uh, that dude might be. Well, they said might be, it way might after be connected the fact. in certain well, ways well, that you don't want to fucking t- rat on this man. I, I would say also too that I. I kind of don't blame, but I kind of don't blame them for not saying nothing from the standpoint where Malcolm X was a powerful figure, right? Mm-hmm. But they he got got. If we're gonna be real about it, mm-hmm. just imagine those that are so called lower on the totem pole. Just imagine what's gonna happen to them. And there's evidence that the FBI, particularly the J. Edgar Hoover era of mm-hmm. the FBI, and he's a fanatic. Over, we're all over Malcolm. Exactly, X. he's a fanatic to be extreme. Where not only was he looking at People like Michael Max, Martin Luther King, whoever else, but he was looking at the president himself. That's how bold yeah. this dude was. Yeah. Just imagine if he's willing to go after the president of the United States. What's what's he going to do to John Smith down on Twenty Eighth Street over in Harlem or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, I that's what I'm that. saying. I, I don't blame them at all. No, no, I get, I, I I get it. People. But it's like the way they said it in the documentary and the way it seemed, it was something that was talked about. For a long time, like amongst a lot of people, it's mm-hmm. not like it was two people that knew the secret. It was no, literally it was a whole bunch of people. So the fact that it was that casually just bragged about, like even he bragged about it himself, kind of thing. It's just kind of like, but yeah, think about it was how, already out in the open. It's not they're not going to be able to know who actually said it. Yeah, but when you think about it, think about how many like dudes like just in the hood chilling, talking about a murder or something that happened. They may know who did it. Not even just the hood, but you know, just people talk about these in things. General, yeah. In general, they talk about you know they'll spec they'll have their speculations. They'll have people that may know somebody that knows the person that mm-hmm. did it, but they're not going to come forth and tell nobody because they're scared for their life. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this may be a this if is a bad scared, idea if I say something. Huh? I wouldn't say anything if I was that scared for my life. Talking I just wouldn't say shit at all. If you talk amongst the people, yeah. we talking about you talking. You, I'm sure you're saying they should have told what authorities or some type somebody in some higher authority. I mean, it didn't even have to be that. I, like you could have just told the wife. It could have been something like, or it could have just been something on a more anonymous level. Because like I said, since it was so casual that it wasn't something that was just like I don't even think ten people knew. It seemed like it was something that a lot of people really knew about it. Like. And it was just casual. Like when the guy first discovered who it was, when he asked, the guy was like, "Oh, so and so and so and so." He said his whole name. Like, yeah, da 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 da. Like, I'd say just little stuff like that. So that's why I was kind of like, 
perplexed. But I was just like, if it's really that that casually known, like you could have told the no, wife, listen, somebody, listen. somebody. Self preservation is a powerful thing. Facts. Um, and it's easy to sit back. I'm not saying you're judging, but I'm saying like, oh, this is what I would do. And I think that most people have the inclination mm-hmm. to do the so-called right thing. But when it comes to like, once again, seeing someone murdered or having that relationship, let alone who's to know that a direct threat wasn't made against them. Like, hey, if you say something, this is going to go ahead and happen. As much as you think something's right, you think to yourself, like, man, I got to live. I got kids go, or and whatever. And back to your yeah. point, like you're saying, Malcolm X was the king. Like, we got exactly. we're looking at a, he had a, security. a chessboard, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Malcolm X was up there. He was the king, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everyone else now, they're pawns. Yeah. So they're scared, you know what I'm saying? If they can knock off Malcolm X, if I go over here telling so-and-so, I'm easily they can just get me like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially... um. Uh, Elijah Muhammad, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Um, let's say mm-hmm. I don't know. If I'm, I didn't watch the rest of the documentary, so hypothetically, let's say he did have something to do with that. He's part of the. He's the head of the nation of Islam. Yeah. The fruit. Yeah. The fruit. Was it the fruit of Islam? Mm-hmm. Is the security team? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are. <laughs> you don't want them to fuck with none of them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They will be. It'll be ten uh, bow ties outside right. your door. And I, then it was yeah. people from in Malcolm's own camp. Were plants by the FBI and stuff like yeah. that. So yep. once again, yep, a powerful figure got infiltrated. Yeah, just imagine like you so called like oh well, I'm thinking about so and so and so and so and reporting it. Mm-hmm. You don't know if that person's a cop, an FBI agent, whoever. Yeah, you're not going to do mean, nothing. I get that, yeah, but I guess for keep me, it in your circle. I guess mm-hmm. for me, it's part of. I guess, I, I guess I'm seeing it more so. I'm just like, you know, if you're like you're in this like you're literally practicing. A, a lifestyle religion that mm-hmm. ultimately preaches about whether it's Christian Muslim preaches about you know you know loving others and on certain levels I don't know too much about what the Quran ooh, I don't know how you say it Quran Quran come on now <laughs> the, still be respectful yeah. a little bit I don't know how to pronounce it I've, I've never been Muslim so I don't know I've never that's been like Muslim. I've read it but I never had that's like just saying I read the Bible <laughs> The <laughs> bibble, but yeah. Uh, anyway, um, Double just bibble. the fact, like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it probably has some scriptures in there that talks about just having that, you know, you know, looking out for thy neighbor, similar quote mm-hmm. like that or something. And I just feel like, you know, at some point, you know, that's the some, Bible as well. Some, mm-hmm. I, I know that's why I said that's why I compared it to because I don't know what the quote would be in the, in the Quran. But, yes, I mean, but thank you for saying it. But almost all, the, all you know about to say it, I know you have a friend Quran. named Quran, yo. Pretty much all religions preach the same thing. <laughs> if we're really being real about it. Yeah, definitely. Hey, it's all love and just yeah. fellowship. Yeah, yeah, so. and like looking out for people mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And on some levels, you know, not saying it's a blanket statement, but just for some people, they may feel like some people have sacrificed their lives, like. To just rescue a stranger and like it could have been something that they feel like that were just mm-hmm. always taught to do, which is why they felt like it was innate for them to mm-hmm. just do it. So just just little stuff like that. And it's like when you're practicing when, when you're practicing something, especially on a level where it's just like obviously it's like strict and you're really like you're not just a part time like you. This is your really your full lifestyle. And so at some point I feel like it's just like. I you feel know, what would Jesus do or what would Allah do? Just got kind of question. I feel like Jesus wouldn't want to run into the nation of Islam <laughs> when <laughs> they're running hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is this is getting kind of crazy. I hit the streets on fire. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, I see, I hear what you're saying. You know, I, they should, you know, their religion pre- preaches this type of thing to do what you said to do mm-hmm. and to do the right thing. 
But what they, I feel like what they were into, religion ain't have nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying? Also you got to think about. Thing I said earlier, but, but you got to think about self, like you said, and worry about getting a bullet in your ass. So it's like, what you gonna do? You just gonna you gonna gossip about it with your friends and all that, or you just gonna run to the authorities or run to somebody and worry about them coming knocking on your door? And once again. Religion has so, led to some of the most bloodiest wars in the world, not even U.S., but world history. Mm-hmm. The Crusades were about religion. And mm-hmm. that lasted, what, 100 some years, 200 years? Mm-hmm. All those killings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, again, remember, the Da Vinci Code was based off of some type of real life events and stuff. Mm-hmm. People were murdered just because of supposedly exposing some truths about, you know, Jesus Christ's divinity. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really want to get, like, that deep into it, even if you bring it, like, to modern um, times, freaking, you know, um, whether it's, like, lynchings, um, mass murders, like, in yeah. this country um, within the past, like, decade and stuff, and you're doing it in the name of God or go what, to how the, you interpret you go something. to the Middle East, the Jewish people and the Muslims, yep. all, they were going crazy out there. You know what I mean? So, yeah, well, for thousands of years. Yeah, yeah. thousands of years. So, I mean, it, it's, it's a really deep dive um, that, obviously, we won't be able to really solve unfortunately we can discuss it um till we turn blue in the face but at the end of the day i think holding true to like what we just kind of mentioned all religions are supposedly based around some type of core principles of you know um honoring thyselves um love fellow you know fellowship everything like that and i think that if people really want to take that deep dive and just focus more so on the positives and the commonalities if you will i think we as a people across the world would get yeah. a lot further than yeah. focusing on just uh, uh, the the differences, if you will. Yeah. They just got to stop being taught that this is the only way to think. I think that's the main issue because that forces people, like we said, like we said earlier about the whole like if you're a Christian, you should if you're a Christian, you should believe that. But it's like, you know, but what do you think? You shouldn't just. I feel like that's when it becomes an issue and a lot of it causes a lot of harm in the world. People just think a certain way or mm-hmm. feel a certain way because. Ultimately, a book told them to. There's no thought behind why, like, let me look into this. Let me discover this. Da, 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 da. Like, why is this? So that's kind of why I just kind of just naturally just straight away. Because I feel like for me, I was one of the people that was just a Christian because I, I was raised that way. I didn't really have mm-hmm. a deep thought behind it. I knew to believe in God, and I still believe in God, but it was like back then it was just kind of like, well, I mean, this is what this is what they do. This is what... Yeah, and, and, and I mean, so that's which, what I do, I guess. It's but. funny that you said that because I mean, just one final thing, like one of the things, like just because a book told you know told me to think this again, I don't discount. I think there's very good lessons, yeah, you for like a better word yeah. in the in the Bible. But I think it's just that it, they were using examples, metaphors, whatever you want to call it, to describe. Um, situations that kind of teach you right from wrong, yeah. pretty much. People right? take certain stories literally. That, that's what I was say. People take it literally versus again, if you take deep dives. King James Version, it's been tra- translated how many times? You know how much was pro- probably lost in translation yeah, I think it's like over the 60 years. something pages missing from um, the Bible or something. On top of that, oh, too. Yeah, King James, they flipped that all over, all types yeah, of ways. Yeah, especially when it was being converted from like German and all that stuff. Like, so. Yeah. But, and then. And it's the King James Version. It yeah. ain't Jesus <laughs> yeah, exactly. Version. It's God uh, Version. King yeah. James, this, who's King? Some white man. Who's this nigga? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he looked at that and was like, nope, this is no good. We're going to have to remix all you know of this. And also, like, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and do this now in 2020 uh-huh. because I've read something in the Bible. And I'm, taking, I'm taking, I'm, and I'm taking this to heart versus, like, you kind of mentioned, like, oh, well, 
you know, I can go ahead and split the sea, or I'm gonna yeah. turn water into wine. Like, yeah. why don't you try to do that? I know too? some people who really <laughs> you know take like, that you believe stuff that? literally. Like, I know some people who really take stuff that's in that Bible literally, and it's just like it's no, like it's all they know. They don't really know anything outside of that. And I think stuff like that is really dangerous when it's like your entire life, like your entire existence, what you think, breathe, smell, all of that is literally rooted in something that's not really necessarily your thoughts. You were just basically brainwashed and believing that's the only way that you need to think, the only thing you need to know about. Like That's really dangerous to me, and that's really harmful because it's, number one, so many things in the world, and like you said, we'll never be able to resolve certain things because mm-hmm. we never existed in these times. So a lot of things is just left up to faith and what you choose. And, you know, and I respect that, but it's just like when it becomes like Absolutely. harmful – you know, like I always said too, like um, even when I uh, once I started beginning to kind of stray from religion, I respect like preachers who do what they do, like as long as it's for the love. Like once you get into like being harmful, like I said, like we was talking about people molesting people, or you just doing a lot of like hate, uh, being home, being hateful, homophobic, being homophobic, period, but really being hateful about it, like all that kind of stuff. Like that's when I start to have a problem because it's like now you're straying away from what the core. Mm-hmm. Value and purpose of what Jesus was about, <laughs> which is just love. Jesus wasn't worried about none of the stuff that people be worried about now. But they feel like because somebody wrote it in there and told them that's what they need to feel. That's how you should feel. Yeah. like. Uh, well, I mean, that's why here at TNAP, when it comes to spir- uh, spirituality, we believe in the thing that helps you see spirits. Whiskey, vodka, <laughs> marijuana. You know, I mean, the core, a lot of marijuana, a lot of core values, right? That's what they call spirits. I, I want to try <laughs> shrooms soon. It's funny because they actually say that for spirit. They, uh, I've read that they, uh, is a theory about they call it spirits because you know some people who are drunk, it kind of like opens your no, it, portal so you can end up actually sing for shrooms. No, oh. alcohol, nigga. <laughs> I thought you just heard. But shrooms, shrooms too. But talking about the alcohol, like it can uh, actually open, open your out, portal. Yo. And um, you should do it, and, or ask it, um, and uh, it opens like uh, it opens you as a portal for like you know spirits from the other side to either community, especially if you already naturally, because some people can naturally just see spirits anyway. So oh, if you're somebody who has that ability, then it, you'll probably be more prone and susceptible to that. Yeah, I, I don't know about the portals. I know we did a scotch tasting. I don't want to say class, but mm-hmm. uh, we went to a sim. Seminar. I forgot what it was, but Scotch tasting, and they said that's where it got its name from because, like, you know, when it was invented in Scotland or wherever, mm-hmm. you got basically so drunk you thought you were seeing things, and they thought they were seeing, things. you know, they were spirits seeing really things. They so well, they thought really, so, they you know, because really uh, you were so, so drunk. They and really you saw like you know the Uncle Pete just sitting standing in front of him. Yeah, his name kinda, spirits. That's where right. it came from. Yeah. Ah. it kind of could. When I heard that, I was like, yeah, I'm seeing things. Can we right take now. shrooms and do a podcast? I actually want to try shrooms. I, I, just do don't, I just don't know anybody that I can get them from. But I think my yeah. friend's supposed to bring some whenever he comes to Maryland Listen, again. But I told I you, in Amsterdam, marijuana's actually not legal, but shrooms are. I want to try shrooms so yeah. bad. I want my third eye to be open. You can get shrooms anywhere in Amsterdam. Anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. I heard they taste really nasty, though. Yeah, they taste like shit because they're mushrooms. So Well, mushrooms <laughs> don't taste like shit. The natural mushrooms taste like mm-hmm. shit because it's literally growing shit. <laughs> like that's you getting mushrooms, oh. fungus. Yeah, fungus Ugh. or fungi. Fungi. But um, <laughs> but I know my homegirl. She like crushes them up and puts them in a capsule. She does it like that. Or oh she'll yeah, just, my uh, homeboy. She trips out all the time. My homeboy yeah. did that. <laughs> <laughs> I heard she put it on like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something. Yeah, you could it do taste that. The way it tastes. 
We should do that. Podcast it up. We're going to have lots of 12 hour podcasts. <laughs> Y'all let me know how that goes. <laughs> Y'all let me know how that goes. Just Shit. drop two hours each week, whatever. Hey, what, what Bible y'all think Boosie was uh, reading when he was uh, going off against, when he said that thing about uh, D Wade's kid? What what, do you, what I think he was read what blog? You think he was a? Uh, think, think he read the Bible before he went on that rant? You know what I mean? He ain't really know. Goddamn. Oh, that is a male, a twelve-year-old, and twelve. They don't even know. They don't even know what their next meal gonna be. They don't. They don't have shit figured out yet. He might meet a, a, a woman, anything at sixteen, and fall in love with her. But his dick be gone. How you gonna? Like, bro, it's, it's, you're going too far, dog. His dick Don't gone. cut his dick off, bro. Like, bro, for real. If he's going to be gay, let him be gay. But don't cut his dick off, bro. Like, don't address him as a woman, dog. He's 12 years old. He don't, he's not, he's not up there yet. He, he hasn't made his final decisions yet. Don't cut his fucking dick off, Dwayne Wade, bro. Yo, you fucking this? tripping, dog. Hey, yo, first and foremost, before we de- divulge into this. Let me drink some water. Yo, my favorite pastime is to just go on YouTube and watch whatever makes Boosie upset. <laughs> like, the way he be yelling, dude, yo. make certain videos I've seen. Like, it is funny when he yelled. The one when he combed his son's hair and it was too naughty. He was like, go put some water yeah. on something in your fucking hair. Yeah, put some water in your fucking hair. And just looked at him mad and shit. Nappy hell, man. Fuck wrong with you, man. That shit. That had he was really like, pissed, yo. He was like, yeah. go put some water in your goddamn hell. That nigga literally was straining, trying to pull it. <laughs> put some water in break his though. arm, trying to comb his hair. I mean, he don't got any, like, oil or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, some type of, like. Yeah, go put some water. Like, put some water in that goddamn God, I guess shit. not if you tell him to put some water put in some and not water. no oil. Right, yo. Come That's on, That's why it shit dry. Pussy, we'll keep your face all nice and clean, right, yo. Put that in your son and shit, yo. This shit was crazy. Damn. You know, this is my favorite one. Boosie was like in the airport, right? Mm-hmm. I think his flight got delayed or or maybe got canceled. Mm-hmm. So he's just walking through the airport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was walking through the airport. He got the meanest mug up. He's just walking through the airport. He on live. And people are like, oh, Boosie, what's up, man? Fuck out of here, man. Mm-hmm. He said, fuck that. What's up? Shit. Fuck out of here. We love you, Boosie. Fuck that love shit, man. <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit, man. Fuck that, man. My damn flight. Fuck. He's <laughs> like, people yeah, like. He, yeah, he be kirking. His yelling makes stuff funny. Oh, my God. So whenever y'all just feel down, you know. You ever just ever, look at Boosie? Just watch Boosie when he's upset, yo. You know what I mean? So, I, mean, I just bo- wait for the clips to come across my feet. What, what did y'all think about what he was talking about, though? So... Yeah, let her guess I find it interesting. What, I feel like, like it was convenient for him to say that, but it's like I remember when he was saying something about his son when he was about that same age, talking about getting him some pussy and having like older women to fuck with him. But it's like you didn't have that energy of he's too young for that because he damn sure was too young for you to be throwing pussy at him like he's fucking twenty one at a bar, like trying to get girls. Like fuck is wrong with you? And he just like. Stuff like that, and where and Dwayne Wade didn't say anything about his son or daughter getting any type of surgery to remove anything. I'm glad you said that. It was a simple statement. Yeah. I'm identifying with my then son as my daughter now. That's what she wants to be addressed as. So that's just what it is. Like people are so offended by a parent showing unconditional love, and the shit just blows my mind because it's like it's not about you. It's about what your kid wants, and it's like I feel like people like to try to say people are too young for certain stuff when it comes to people who aren't straight or heterosexual but when it's heterosexual like when a kid is straight or they appear as straight 
it's just or a player is their gender, whatever. It's always just especially for sons. It's like, oh, when you gonna get a girlfriend? Like just little stuff like that that you don't consciously realize that they're too young to be worrying about that. And I just feel like it needs to be a, the same on both ends. Like how are you gonna say that? But then, like I said, with your son, you talking about how you gonna get him some pussy? You I think he probably actually said that he had his son mess with like some one of some girl that he knew, and his son was the same fucking age. But you didn't have that concern then, cause that is an issue. That that's not tight. And it was another video that came out a couple of days ago. Actually, I saw it on Twitter. He was talking to one of his son's friends or something. I guess he was on live. I guess with some of his home with his, some of his homeboys, and then his son was in the background or something. One of his son's friends, and. The clip, it just started off when he was talking about, like, I guess how his, do, he, the boys going to eat some pussy one day. And it was just like, you got some nice pair of lips on you too, boy. Like, da 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 da, da. Like, just talking to him, like, hmm. but you don't have that same concern or thought. It's on, That just shows your homophobia and all that other deep-rooted shit that's just jumped out. But you try to hide it behind somebody being too young when that's not really the concern. And number two... Zaya's not even thinking about sex. It's just yeah, literally number, two. Mm. <laughs> I thought you was well, number eight, eighty six, whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck, <laughs> point whatever. Insert number here, but like it's just she's not talking about anything sex related. It's literally just what gender she or sex, sexual, yeah, sexual, yeah, sex gender that she's identifying as. It's nothing to do with like I think I'm attracted to so and so. It's literally just the starting point. Like you can't even think about that kind of stuff really at that age until you establish. You have to know what you are at first, like, and so now that she knows she's a girl, then down the line when puberty kicks in, she'll be able to decide whatever. But it's like nobody's even going down that path right now. It's literally just the gender that she's identifying as. Mm. So this is how I feel, right, about the video, the Boosie video. I think we have a classic case of misinformation, yo, right? Now, what I mean by that, y'all just said that D-Wade's never addressed that they're going to go through surgery mm-hmm. and he's going to get his dick chopped off or things like that, right? Like Boosie said, <laughs> don't cut his dick, man. <laughs> like, I feel like Boosie, like most of us, don't understand the concept of being a transgender, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, in his mind, I feel like Boosie thinks once you claim you're a transgender, your dick is automatically gone. You know what I'm saying? It's right. just cut off. Now, I don't think we should fault that man for that. Because honestly, he said in the video, he said, if you want him to be gay, that's fine. He said, don't chop his dick off. Right? Mm-hmm. Word for that's what That's what he said. Mm-hmm. He said, if you want him to be gay, that's cool. So he's saying, because I, honestly, I agree with that. If you are a 12-year-old boy and you would like to go through a surgery of that magnitude as a father... I would not let you do that. But be, but that's the thing. He said if he wants to be gay, that's fine. But it's like her being gay, if she was identified as a boy, that would mean that she would still have to identify as a boy to be gay. But she's a girl. He wanted Before she's a girl, he wanted to be a girl. So that's a whole different thing. It's not a sexuality thing. It's the sex, the gender. So that's going to change it because... You know, when you're gay, it's two men. You're a man attracted to a man. You identify as a man. You're attracted to a man who identifies as a man. 
But when you're transgender, it's like you're. No okay. one understands that just yet. That's, and that's mm-hmm. the point. So don't speak on it if you don't know about it. Maybe I, that could have been a learning moment Boosie could have had and looked up some shit. Because he obviously don't have that real concern. Because like I said, if it was a real concern about age, he wouldn't be doing the shit he did with his son. And saying that kind of stuff around his see, son that's I'm, the same age. But that's what I'm saying. We shouldn't. I don't think we should condemn somebody because they misinformed. I mean, if he's missing. A lot of people get on the internet and say a bunch of shit they don't know about. You feel what I'm saying? And it's like, oh, shit. I didn't know that. You know what I mean? Maybe I should look it up. Maybe this a maybe this will be a learning experience. I mean, he's not getting condemned. He's just being called dumb because that's what no, that's how he lot sounded. Of, a lot of people are like you. You just <laughs> dug into him. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah, because that's because he sounded dumb. I'm not saying oh, Boosie's cancel. I mean, I don't listen to him any damn way. But it's like I'm not. It's not on the level from what I've seen of him. I mean, a lot of people probably don't even pay him any mind because he just says he says a lot of ignorant shit. But it's like if you really don't know that much about it, like you don't have to speak out, especially saying like superb like ignorant stuff like that and like we just said like Dwayne Wade never said anything about his daughter getting surgery so that should have never even been something to come out of your mouth that's not misinformation that's you assuming no that's misinformation I feel like he's informed he thinks that's what happens when you become a transgender he could have asked like he could have been anything a lot who is Boosie gonna ask don't say he could have he could have went on live who is Boosie badass gonna ask about being a transgender he could have went on live the same way he went on live saying that he could have been like Dwayne for real serious question Forgive me if I sound dumb, whatever the fuck, however you would say it. Is is now is he gonna cut his dick off now? Like it would have been way but he probably would have still got flack, of course, because it's like, you ignorant as fuck we ever asked that, but it would have been way more it would have made more sense because it's just like But how well instead of us bashing this nigga, how come no one's just trying to inform Correct him? How come no one corrects? How come just everyone wants to shit on this people man? People have been correcting him. People have been just saying stuff to him, replying to stuff he was saying. Maybe maybe they insulted him in the process, but a lot of people are saying like, but what? Like nobody said anything about cutting his dick off. Is we're in an age now where this is a hot topic anyway, so it's information everywhere. Same as same thing as uh, homosexuality in general. Like those two things are things that we see people talk about all the time. He's not the first uh, celebrity to. Um, be discussing this like about his daughter like it's a lot of other celebrities a lot of trans celebrities out here people who are in the public eye who may discuss certain things it's a whole tv show that discusses it pose like and that's very educational if you don't want to read a book about it you can actually learn through watching the show i learn a lot about the community through watching that like but i would say that you're more open-minded compared to again obviously with this video's proof that yeah he he's right or wrong trapped in the bubble you know, when it comes yeah. to like this conversation and even and he shouldn't get a pass for that. And I would that. say even though but in all honesty, even those that are open minded, like I can admit, like I'm not informed about the whole process mm-hmm. and you, what that entails. And as a matter of fact, you figure that D-Way himself admitted that, again, my uh, excuse me, daughter, you know, is going through this process. But I'm having to continuously educate myself mm-hmm. to go ahead. I mean, he, he's openly admitted that recently right. about that. So mm-hmm. you figure like. The father of the child is admitting that they're not that informed, but they're trying to get yeah. informed. So just imagine someone that's not going through it. But he's not it, trying to get informed. <laughs> but but that's the but, difference. but the thing is, again, the person that's actually going through the um, going through the situation isn't informed, but they're trying to be open minded based off of yeah. the bits and pieces they have received. Mm-hmm. Just imagine someone, the layman, in other words, that's not going through that. Do you really believe, on average, that they're going to make that concentrated effort? To go ahead and kind of educate themselves about like, hey, this is what typically happens and this is the process, so on and so forth. Versus, again, we've come a long way even in the past like 10, five to 10 years about the 
mm-hmm. we just talked about it, the whole like gay marriage mm-hmm. and just being gay and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's still a lot of misinformation and mm-hmm. closed mindedness mm-hmm. yeah. in this country when it comes to that particular subject. Mm-hmm. And that's just for being gay. We're talking about a whole nother level. <laughs> you know, I think we all agreed about that. Right. So that's that's all. I, I do I, see I, where Fish is coming from with, yeah. you know. I mean, I get that 100%. I just feel like it's similar when you compare this to D-Wade, how he said he didn't know. And even for me, like, it was a lot that I didn't know about it. But for me, it was just, and for him as well, it seems like that the openness to learn and actually be open to learning certain things that may go against whatever you thought you were taught to believe or think about that specific topic. Like you have to be willing to step out of side of your box, but the willingness was there to learn. That's, See, that's the thing. Like, I don't even think even if you were to sit him down and explain it to him, he's not going to like, listen it, and be like, Oh, okay. I'm about to walk away seeing shit yeah. differently now. Like, See, and not to cut you off, but if I'm not mistaken, didn't, didn't D-Way say that he's still learning? Yeah. Like, right now, like, I mean, like, he is now, like, he's, like, the yeah. most informed, and, and that's all I'm saying. There's nothing wrong so with that. that's why I do agree with Fish in terms of. But yeah. I feel like, and then, why we all focused on what the fuck Boosie's saying? To be all the way real. To mm-hmm. be all the way real, right? This is my problem with social media, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, like, and then with the outrage community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why are you outraged with Boosie Badass? Why are you yeah. so Him surprised and, uh, that Boosie Badass is yeah. coming out telling I mean, I feel the same and, way. and Pastor I Troy too? Because he said some ignorant stuff I, recently I saw, too. Remember? I saw that too. Oh yeah, he said, yeah. Oh yeah. He said, "What did he say?" Yeah, I'm talking about his son. He was like, "No, that will never happen." No, he said he saw <laughs> they, were, they were eating mozzarella sticks or some shit. <laughs> he said he saw two gay That's people in TJ Fridays eating mozzarella sticks. He, he was like, I, "I have a I have a lot of gay friends. I mean, gay uh, fans. So blah 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 blah." But no, my son would never. You Pastor know, Troy does like, not have any gay fans. Or maybe he does. I mean, but I don't know. But I'm just saying, like this. Shit right here. How is this going to affect the transgender community? Because it reflects how a lot of people. It reflects what a lot of people think and feel about it. And the the reason why a lot of people are more vocal about stuff with the trans community specifically because of all the like murder race and stuff is because yeah, it may seem like on the outer scale like it's just a harmless thought or opinion, but it's people out here who really like be killing people who take it to a deeper level. So when people on a public scale who people look up to say certain stuff like that, all it does is just further influence what other people may end up doing and take stuff a little bit further. Like it's not always a harmless thought. Same with uh, homophobia. Like it's real people out here who really like kick their kids out or who will kill people or beat up people and all that shit just because they gay. Like just that fact alone like so just stuff like that it may seem like a harmless thought i mean i didn't feel this way but back when that whole kevin hart situation happened when he got called out for that old tweet about being gay and all that stuff mm. like no i wasn't like outraged or whatever because number one it was something that was old, ridiculous. and people can yeah. change so i i thought it was ridiculous for that reason <laughs> but it's joke. just like it was just he um felt that certain way but it i don't know i just feel like people have to be my uh, it's just certain uh, certain viewpoints can sometimes be harmful in terms of other people having the same view may not be a big deal in the smaller scale but on a larger scale it can just be something that it's somebody who will always take it further and that's why it's so many like murder rates now like in terms of people just being killed for being gay or being trans like Uh, i don't know the numbers or anything like that um we certainly don't promote that type of shit on Mm -hmm. this show Mm -hmm. but again i just want to throw it out there that but I'm not talking about Boosie no more. So I'm just talking generally, mm-hmm. like, with the transgender community, uh-huh. right? I feel like it's just hard to 
hard to uh sometimes it's hard to take the community serious when they don't when it's like we just want to accept y'all as one of us you know what i mean like say i've been in situations i, I worked with a transgender before mm-hmm. it's always like i'm on pins and needles and what i can say because like if i feel like i want you to be accepted if i'm if i'm really we're accepted you know, like that i talk shit a lot <laughs> you know i make jokes I don't know what type of joke I can tell. Like, I don't know yeah. what we can say. You know what I'm saying? Because they're super sensitive right now. Yeah. And yeah. I'm be honest with you. I, I as a you know heterosexual man, don't understand it. Like no, I said, I, I, I don't get it. You. I definitely feel you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I feel like that community isn't willing to teach. Is more on the defensive side. And yeah. I don't know who's you yeah, know. I see that. Okay. You know, and I, they have a reason to be. But I feel like if you want to be fully accepted. Uh-huh. You know, you got to take everything that comes with being accepted. You know what I'm saying? That people will have jokes about you. You know what I'm saying? Or things will fly or shit. Things like I feel like there's certain ways to handle it. And I feel like being outraged about everything isn't going to make that shit happen. I definitely agree. But I think um, also as well, on certain cases, it could be um, that viewpoint can also be applied with how um, white people feel like. And, I mean, it's true, and I agree, but it just is what it is, how white people feel like, you know, they have to walk like walk on eggshells. It's just certain stuff. Like, we all, as black people, have an establishment. Like, it's just certain shit that white people can't say. Like, it's just certain stuff. Like, no matter what the rule is. I mean, some black people may be cool with certain stuff, but on a general consensus major uh, majority scale, we really like to, you know, we already have that understanding, like, and white people can't for the life of them understand it. Like, I feel like I can't say certain stuff without being offensive. And it's just like, yeah, like, that's what happens. Well, there's a difference between being offensive and, like, see, me, I like a good racist joke, yo. If it's funny, mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. A good racist joke, if it's, like, But I'm going to still look at them differently. Like, oh, you're a white, if you're a white person saying it, I'm definitely going to be like, they probably meant that shit. It was funny, but they probably meant that shit. I mean, it's jokes are all rooted in some mm-hmm. type of, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, a racist joke, I'm definitely going to watch you. But it's no, just, it's I mean, funny, though. I it's get just, it. I don't know. I, like, I'm a fan of just comedy and being and funny and creativity. And, like, if it's funny to me, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to laugh at it. You feel me? I done heard a bunch of fucked up jokes that I laughed at. Yeah. And I mean, I'm a fan of dark humor, too, but it's like, I feel like, you know, black people, we like to make a lot of humor, make a lot of light out of our traumas and stuff, like, whether it's like, I feel like I would feel more comfortable cracking up at a slave joke that a black person makes than a white person. Like, I feel like for me, it's just like... What if it was the best slave joke you ever heard mm-hmm. from a white It probably person? wouldn't even come across the same way, because I don't even view it as you. <laughs> it was like, God damn, that is kind of a slave <laughs> <laughs> I was picking that cotton. <laughs> <laughs> we did pick cotton, man. You right, you right, Jeffrey. I mean, possibly, but I feel like most of me wouldn't even be, it wouldn't even come out, like, across that way to me, just because it's like, for me, it's like, this white man or white whoever making this joke about... Pitting Kyle when it's like you in no way cannot relate to the shit. Or you so just want to laugh. You think it's me. funny because you laughing at us. So now it's like you laughing at me. Like or you just want to laugh thinking. in the you know in front of them, but like off to the side by yourself. Like <laughs> that wasn't good. No, he's laughing. Here's the difference though. Mm-hmm. If it's somebody I'm not familiar with, like a white person I don't know, and they just throwing out racist yeah. jokes, that's weird. Yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. that's what you're talking about. Yeah. But if I okay. know you, you know what I'm saying? We a close know each like other. white friend. If we know okay. each other. Even not even See, super. If we're like, I'm I'm usually close with my coworkers. You know what I'm saying? Like we're cool, and especially uh, at my old job, white people like that, so. it was a bunch of white motherfuckers. We were around each other for like 
seven days a week, ten mm-hmm. hours a day. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So we joke around. We we'll yeah. tell jokes and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, like we yeah. just joke around and we have fun and we talk about certain things that people are scared to talk about with another race. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Because people like, yeah, I think that's what it is. Because I've had some jokes. Like it was back in high school before I was even aware of like. Uh, racism on a deep level but either way it was somebody that I was like you know we was cool with each other so we used to crack like little racial stereotype jokes like you know just different wasn't stuff. It, fun? it was fun it was fun it was fun so I get that if you know the person because y'all already had the understanding like okay but you still can't say the n-word but like just like stereotypical yeah. type jokes not really racist jokes I would say it's more so like stereotype jokes like how y'all make stereotype white people that they can't dance and have no rhythm and the same way they can stereotype us saying, you know, you like oh, I, chicken. I, know about to say, I know you like that chicken. I know you mm-hmm. want that chicken, that watermelon. Yeah. Like, I do like Popeyes. <laughs> Popeyes is delicious. I've always been a KFC person, but. Like, they're, they're cool. Oh, that, that's throwback racist. KFC. That, that's throwback racist KFC. chicken. Mm-hmm. That is right. You t- came up here talking all that shit, and mm-hmm. you like KFC from the Colonel. Yeah. And I go cap. Yeah. I, like, I ain't gonna lie either. I like Cracker Barrel too, y'all. You like crack? Oh okay. my god. Okay. <laughs> See, everybody has flaws. Everything's null and void yeah. in what that's you just said. Everybody has flaws. So. Hold on, Sage. That's why I ain't religious. I ain't got nothing to hide behind. Take See? me as I am. I like Cracker oh, Burl. See, at least. And I love black people. Take me as I am. <laughs> See, Afro's history, but you no, know, I, I love that curl, though. <laughs> no, it's funny because people. I've seen people make jokes on Twitter about Cracker Burl. I'm like, when you walk in, you can smell the Jim Crow, but them pancakes, <laughs> the pancakes be And that's really yeah. how it be because Cracker Burl is bomb, but like. You nah, do you get them little vibes. Like. Just those fucking uh, rocking chairs in the in the front be throwing me. I be like, yo, I feel like they're just a shotgun for every chair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Any nigga that pull up, you just go, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. the pancakes be hitting. Yeah, yeah, for real. And I ain't never been yeah. to one that actually was racist. So you know, the pancakes are made out of uh, slave tears. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Yeah, delicious. Like, right? no. <laughs> Listen, we talked about it before. See, we can make these kind of jokes because we're black. No, but but we talked about it on here before, though. That as far as like jokes, they're based off of some sort of realism. Mm -hmm. That's what basically that's what touches you, just because you know, like, oh, that there is some truth behind that. Yeah, but you find light out of it, like like the joke we literally just made. Like in retrospect, on on a bigger, bigger picture, like no, it's you know somebody who may be more serious, it wouldn't be funny. But it's like. But you find like the dark humor in it where it's just kind of like, you know. I mean, we know as black people, we know certain things that we do that we mm-hmm. realize and see. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, just because this white dude came out and said it, I'm not going to be like, oh, fuck you. Nigga, I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah, I think, <laughs> you know what I'm I think it's just it's different because it's like you you literally can't relate to it. So I feel like it sounds like it's more of a jab than it actually being, especially a jab over something that we still kind of deal with today in terms of the effects. So it's like, it kind of hit different compared to somebody else who's kind of like, we both in it together. It's like imagining slaves cracking jokes on the plantation, like compared to the master cracking a joke. Like, I know y'all hot as shit down there, ain't you, boy? Like, <laughs> that ain't funny, nigga. What you mean? Compared to a slave Ooh, saying, feel boy, good it's on hot. <laughs> y'all want some lemonade? You feel right, me? Right, compared to two slaves cracking jokes, like, nigga, like just making jokes about each other and all that stuff. Like, it would hit way different because, mm. like, y'all are both in that same predicament compared to a white man on a horse, like, cracking jokes, like, you know. Yeah. So that's how I see it. I mean, everybody's different. Like, and I don't, and I don't discriminate humor. <laughs> uh huh. I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying I don't discriminate black humor because I have dark humor, and it's a lot of things I find funny that the average person probably be like, "Why the fuck?" That's why I like what's his name Pete uh, Rosenberg because he be making some dark jokes. He used to joke about his dad dying in 9/11 and what's like Pete Rosenberg. Oh, Pete. Uh, 
Pete Davidson. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, all Pete the Davidson. people. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that was racist too. <laughs> They're all the same. <laughs> Hold on, man. Anyway, this is, this is I like the race. Hold on, I got to play this after. I feel like I did that conversation. Black, black, yo, Especially with this song. Yeah. It's a jam, though. I like Black by Buddy too. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, 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 because our very own Fish Montana made a tweet this past weekend based off of an event that happened. I did? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be in smoke. I don't know what the fuck. What so, happened? Well, I'll say this. As far as far as like a certain event that it. transpired that happened in this month between a black man and a white man. Mm-hmm. And that seemed to upset him pretty hard. It's past Saturday, as a matter of fact. Am I correct? Yes, it was. Yes. It was Tyson Fury <laughs> versus Deontay Wilder. Now, going into this fight, well, first off, you're not really into boxing, are you, Uncle Buck? Not anymore? They don't ins- inspire me, but I pay a little bit more attention to Fury just because of his connections to WWE. Yeah, cool. So, because boxing has been trash for a long time. Oh, hell yeah. So, you know. Especially heavyweight. Yeah, definitely heavyweight. Yeah, but you know Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, and mm-hmm. Joshua, they, big, they're big names. Na- big names. They've been coming up, so people been looking after these people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, is their uh, rematch mm-hmm. from the last fight? Um, mm-hmm. I'm be honest. I feel like I feel like Fury won that last fight. Besides the knockdowns, I thought so too. I thought he won that fight, but you know I wasn't mad with the tie. wasn't mad at all. Mm-hmm. Going into the second fight, I thought Fury was going to win, but of course I'm rooting for. Is Fury, the black guy. No, no. Fury's the white dude. Okay. I thought Fury was going to win because he's just a better boxer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Deontay, but Deontay, I always thought Deontay, he's just got that right hand, mm-hmm. ready and willing to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So even though I felt Fury would win in a decision, I mm-hmm. thought he would win, mm-hmm. but I always felt Deontay got. You know what I'm saying? He he got that right hand cock cocked back, locked and loaded. So, you know, I'm rooting for him. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's how I knew everything was just going south. <laughs> when I seen fucking Tyson Fury on Black History Month come to the ring with a crown, a throne, and four bitches were taking him up. <laughs> four mm. of the muscular, maybe it was some muscular women, even though they weren't really carrying them or whatever. But hey. They look like it. Carrying his big ass to the ring on a throne. He had, um, on a fucking he had a crown and everything. Uh, All six foot seven, two hundred and sixty pounds. Six foot nine oh, to yeah, correct you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two hundred and seventy three pounds. Mm-hmm. And then who comes to the ring? Deontay Wilder. Full black panther suit. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that was. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He had uh D Smoke performing black excellence oh, or yeah, whatever. I saw the that fuck. clip, okay. Performing for him I'm like Yes what I'm talking about mm-hmm. That's what the f- I'm sitting there like Yeah yo You might as well just You know what I mean Hit him with the <laughs> Come to the ring like that <laughs> That's how I'm feeling Yeah Deontay He get in there mm-hmm. What happened He gets in the ring They both gotta take off Like <laughs> Fucking layers of clothes mm-hmm. Their intros both Were like an hour and a half long It's like oh, god damn sure. mm-hmm. So whatever So they get both Get in the ring Damp each other up, you know. They get to it, and goddamn it, it all went down. <laughs> to that, yo, this man Tyson Fury beat 
the fucking Negro spiritual out this man, yo. He beat the dog shit out this man, yo. The dog shit out of Deontay Wilder. He punched this man in his ear. His ear was bleeding the entire fight. I just hurt my ear. Ooh. He punched him like a, a six foot nine, 275, 273 pound man punched you square in the ear. It didn't look like he punched off his lip, too. Bruh. It did look like his lip came <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, it looked like his lip was angry. His, his lip went on into the stands. <laughs> it was like that Michael Jackson type <laughs> situation, yo. Mm. His, his lip did a Billy Jean. Yeah, yeah. Was, like, <laughs> <laughs> was that smooth criminal? Yes, it, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, it did a smooth that criminal. That bad lean. boy was leaning hard. Was he talking a lot of trash before the fight? Uh, the black guy, Deontay. Deontay Wilder. Mm-hmm. He was talking. He was. Both of them talk trash. Yeah, they okay. both talk shit. That's just their nature. That's why I was. I'm about to say that'll yeah. be embarrassing. They, they both talk big shit. He was. That's their nature. You know what okay. I'm saying? That was their nature, and it was like, God damn, yo, mm-hmm. Black History Month, mm-hmm. and not only that. First, after the, I felt like yo Tyson Fury better get shot after this after this boxing match, yo. Mm-hmm. He licked that man's neck. He licked the blood, yeah, of but his ancestors off his neck. Oh, no. But he he was just doing that for like shocking all, you know. Yeah, I understand, but fuck that. <laughs> you don't beat the dog shit up this man and then lick, and his, then blood. lick his blood off his neck. Yeah. That's some psychopath if shit I was right a there. Man, I'd be ready to kill. Ready to kill? No, I said he got killed. <laughs> He couldn't, even, what, sta- yeah. real, he couldn't <laughs> even stand the fuck Yeah, it up, wasn't yo. even funny. Deontay couldn't stand. He got punched in his ear. His equilibrium was all off. Oh, yeah. You so get I punched in your ear. Yeah. Like, it's no joke. You get yeah. punched in square in your ear. Mm-hmm. You Your balance is off. Yeah. You can't even. You shouldn't be boxing. You should be off for a minute. <laughs> I thought they should have stopped the fight, to be honest. Like, it was like, what was this? What was it, round six or Something seven? Something like that, yeah. It was like round seven. It and went they threw in the towel, right? They threw in the towel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they should have stopped that shit in like round four or five. My man Deontay was not ready, yo. The only thing I know about him was that clip of To This Day. To This Day. And I didn't know that was him until I seen the clip of the boxing thing. I was like, oh, that's the To This Day, nigga. See, and with all that being said. <laughs> the To This Day, nigga. All that being said. Again, with the backstory of Wilder and all this other stuff. Cool. I'm, I'm with that. I was saying off air, I lost respect for Wilder. Right? Mm-hmm. Not because of the fight, because that happens. Win some, lose some, right? Mm-hmm. I lost respect for all the freaking excuses that this man's been making ever since the fight is over. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you know, uh, coming into the fight, I was doing some personal stuff and blah, 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 blah. Oh, well, my leg was all messed up because of the suit and blah, 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 blah. Then he fought, and then he just recently fired his trainer, right? I didn't see. I didn't. I didn't see that. So basically, yeah, he. he, he, I'm firing everybody. The only valid valid excuse is your balance being off because that does affect. No, but that's not what he's saying. Right, he's blaming every. He's saying all these other things. Yeah, you got paid twenty to twenty five million for this fight. Mm -mm. You should be wearing a forty five pound suit anyway. This is your one job (laughs) that you have to focus on this stuff. And again, that discount the personal stuff, but at the end of the day, that's your job to tune that stuff out. Yeah. That's what separates the greats from just yeah. the average so called Joe. And yeah. you know, I was There's hoping no excuse for that. I was hoping he wouldn't do that too. Mm-hmm. I was hoping he wouldn't come after the fight. Because after the fight he was like, you know, I'm a warrior, you know, I, I do but, it. but even in the interview he was blaming like talking about his leg was messed up though. You you can't do that. Especially if you get you're a professional boxer. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather fought with a broken hand before. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo. And some of the greats of the greats, spe- specifically in the heavyweight division, have had a slew of stuff. Muhammad Ali was 
freaking blind at one point when uh, what Sonny Liston dug in uh, the stuff in his eye. Really? I didn't know. Oh, yeah, I ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it that he used to rub in the gloves? Uh, what the f- I forgot the name. I know. Yeah, but basically. Powder it was, it was some, some type of substance. Yeah, yeah but basically, man, he, was glo- he was kind of blinded. He defeated him to retain the title. And, and I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, if, you, if you're really great the way that these guys proclaim themselves to be, mm-hmm. you overcome stuff. That's, that's what you're trained to do for, like, God knows how long leading up to the fight. Particularly if I'm getting paid. Twenty some million dollars. Mm-hmm. I just need to focus on beating ever living dog shit out of somebody and stuff. I'm sorry, you gotta figure that out. Yeah. And at the end of the day, oh, I was doing some personal stuff, and oh, my leg was hurting because of the suit. That's your fault. You wore a forty pound suit <laughs> to the ring. Nigga, you didn't test it out ahead of time. Who the fuck wears a forty five pound suit? Damn, I ain't know it was that. What you just pulled up? They just pulled it out the dry cleaners. Like here you go, Deontay. He was like, oh, shit, that look a little heavy right there. You, you, just, you just try it on? You're an idiot. Yeah, now, come on, man. Now, first and foremost, I'm, I don't really like to talk bad about Deontay because that nigga will kill us all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, he will. With one punch. Yeah, <laughs> Destroy us. But, like, you, you got to – I don't like excuses, though. I hate that, excuses. That's what I'm saying. And uh, specifically – oops, just feeling stuff. He was built like a Greek god. Like, that dude was – That dude retro was, great right there. Yeah, I know, right? I'm paying attention. You see that? Yep. Look at that energy. <laughs> he feel like we got. He was cut during that. Fight. That's the thing I also hate is Tyson Fury got the meanest dad bod. He does. He's got the ultimate dad bod. <laughs> Deontay Wilder is just you know cut from head to toe, and he got beat like that. Man, it wasn't even funny. Yo, that's how I know. Hey, that's why I'm not he working out. Was gonna be, he probably thought it was gonna be an easy one. I'm not working out. No, he ain't. I don't. He didn't think that at all. Nah. But he couldn't have. I'm not working out at all anymore. Because at the who's Anthony Joshua? Who did he lose to? The fat Puerto Rican dude. So yeah, yeah. You remember him? Mm-hmm. You got Tyson Fury beat up Deontay. Wild. Like fat dude. Out of shape dudes are in style now, yo. Out of shape dudes are winning. See with Fury, like specifically with some of his like when he was like swinging. Sometimes it looked like it was like uh, I was talking to Mac about it. He he put it perfectly. It looked like the stereotypical girls doing the windmill, <laughs> just like swinging <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I was like, "That's that's kind of ugly," but I just think that his style's un- it's unorthodox. When you're six nine and you're pretty much he's swinging down, mm-hmm. and it's coming across funny because he's you know. You oh, try to position yourself exactly, and you swing it. I think that's what's making it look the way it does, but. And his gloves always look small as shit. Yeah, they look they like do. the 1930s gloves. Well, he's a gargantuan. Yeah, that's the thing. But it's funny to see it. Did you see comparing them two together? Did you see yeah. them next to each other? Yeah. It's like, yo, it's, it, it, it's, you mm-hmm. can see the difference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can see the difference. Like, But, yeah, Black History Month is... Uh, we'll, we'll just skip it. It's over now. Yeah, this uh, month has been wild. It's been crazy, right? The f- what? I don't know what's going on. Now, this, this Def Mercury is definitely fucking up Black History Month. I don't like that. I mean, between. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Between this bit. stuff, um, Kobe, Pop Smoke. Another thing about that, besides, you know, like, kind of like falling in within January, do you feel like Cali is cursed? Talk to me. What you mean? Particularly when it comes to artists, entertainers, whatever, and the deaths, particularly black ones. Over, Biggie over the years, Pox, uh, Pop Smoke, uh, Nipsey, yeah, Nipsey, Pac, Pac was in Vegas, Pac sorry. was in Vegas, yeah. sorry, sorry, but I mean, there's a slew of others, kind of like it, it seems like it's a growing trend mm-hmm. as it relates to Vegas. I, I mean, as it relates to uh, Cali, 
I never thought about that. Well, no one talks about, but Cali is like that gang shit is is real as fuck, and like very heavy. When we thought nobody, they should put just do a documentary of all the people that just get get robbed during like All Star Weekend mm-hmm. when it was in California, because mm-hmm. like it happened all the time. No one really talked about it though. Yeah. It's like the gang niggas they walk in there. You know, they know, they plugged in, so they know where everyone's going to be. Yeah. Rob you for your money, your jewelry, and then, you know, it is what it is. So you all go on about your way. That's why street politics I'm is crazy. retiring to Europe. Yeah. <laughs> I keep telling you that. There's nowhere in America for you. And I think B. Prince said the same thing. <laughs> like, yeah. we're, if you, we're bougie, so so be it. Yeah, I'm not, I can't live off fish and chips, you know. I'm trying to probably, hopefully, move to not yeah. move, well, I would love. I would actually like to move to Africa. I want to visit first. You should go to Wakanda. Here is nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you a nigga for saying that. <laughs> How you black and say some nigga shit like that? <laughs> you don't want to go to Wakanda? I would love to what's go wrong, to Wakanda. What's yo. What's wrong with Wakanda? Okay. What? So, I hear it's nice. Mm-hmm. I what I hit there's like a wall or some shit. You got to work past that. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a panther, right? I I wish we could afford that. You're lucky if you can do that. Me and B Prince were talking about Barcelona, better known as Barcelona. Okay, yeah, I could live there. I, I plan to um yeah. one year um save the money up because um when my like I told you earlier uh my best friend who uh, just got engaged her fiance is Tanzanian so he was always saying like yeah if y'all ever want to go to Tanzania like pull up like I got the um. Hmm. Because his family there, so we we basically would have a free place to stay. So that would eliminate a lot of like expenses for that. It would just be the main thing of booking a flight and having money to spend while you out there. And that's about it. So my other cousin on my dad's side, her husband is from Senegal. She went to Senegal, I think, last year. So like, I'm definitely trying to like visit um one of these. Kind of, I would I definitely want to go to Egypt one day. Definitely. <laughs> you should have played uh, Black by Buddy That black, 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 black. You ever heard that song? He's from, he's like a, I think he's a Cali nigga But that song I know Buddy Oh yeah, that's a song called Black And ASAP Ferg is on it Oh, for real? Yeah, that's all crank oh, okay. <laughs> should, we end the, should we end the podcast with that song? Yes, because that song okay. We about to, we leaving Yeah, because when we said Buddy I'm like, who? But then ASAP Ferg, I'm like, okay, yeah I know. I never is. even heard of him But I saw the clip of it on Facebook But the song, I was like, I gotta find this song this is a black ass song. <laughs> a black fucking. This song is black. I love this shit. <laughs> love me a black ass song. It's called mm-hmm. it's Buddy uh, Black. Mm-hmm. Damn. See, I fuck with that. Keep it keep it simple, mm-hmm. man. Black, black, While I'm looking black, for this song, um, black, black, black. come on, Sage, you want to give us uh, your twitters and all that? You know what I'm saying? Because we appreciate you coming on. Thank Absolutely. you for having me. You know I was thinking you was bullshitting on when you first said you was gonna have me on here, so I was just like, well. But yeah, it feels good to be here. Yeah, I'm not a bullshitter. I'm a procrastinator. It's a difference. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? It's a difference. It isn't my book. Yeah, there's a difference. <laughs> okay. Because I think the first book. one you don't actually follow through on. The second one you I want to do, follow. Through. It just takes a long takes time a to while. get there. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> okay, you get, you get that one. And you're here. Right? All right, come on now. You get that one. You got yeah, to go, go, plug, yeah, go ahead and plug. Oh, yeah. So, uh, once again, um, hit me up on Instagram, The Sage Series, as well. Uh, follow, subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. I forgot to mention that earlier. But subscribe to my YouTube channel earlier, um, Sensual Sage Tarot. And you're not doing a pod no more? 
We are. It's just like a little hiatus right now. We plan to come back soon with some new content, new segments, and all that good no, stuff. But so. go ahead, go ahead and oh, plug yeah, yeah. it. So, the previous episode. Yes, <laughs> right. she yes. Said, we know <laughs> <laughs> That's what we trying to pull out of yeah. you. Know, oh, you know, uh, like, that's what we kept saying, plug, plug, no, plug. No, no, no. It's a hiatus. So, I, yeah. But, um, yes. Yeah, so, the podcast I'm on is Black Girls Talking Shit. Hit us up on Instagram and Twitter. Um, One second. Let me get the Instagram. It's uh, Black Girls Talk sh- with a uh, shish. S H yeah. with an underscore. Gotta keep it PG, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For marketing. Oh yeah, so it's <laughs> like all the other things we talked about. Be politically correct when it comes to, right. comes to the podcast. And the uh and the black is say like, fuck up, podcast. Yeah, no, right? Go down. <laughs> it gets shut down. And the uh the black for the podcast is BLK. So it's black girls talk S H underscore on Instagram. Same for Twitter. Follow us on there. Feel free to hit us up with different topics you want us to hear. And um, thank you for those who listened, who have made you listen here. So shout out to y'all. And shout out to the fam for their podcast and all that, doing the damn thing. Shout out to our cuz, man. You know what I'm saying? Family got to come through. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Let's do our outro. Who I got to my left? Uncle Buck. You ready? Do it. B B B Big Buck Brand Big Buck Industries is in the building. It's your boy Fish Montana, aka El Pesco. Thank y'all for listening. Make sure y'all follow us on Twitter, not a podcast, N O T T A Podcast. If you want to got a bag for us and all that, hit us up on Gmail. This ain't no podcast at gmail.com. Check out our artwork made by B Prince, the one and only. You know what I'm saying? I G, this ain't no podcast. Put the at in front of that. And guess what, y'all? We black up in here. Y'all ready? Let's get out of here. And we black black, are black. out. Yeah. <sighs> hey. Okay. Black, black, black. Black on black. Black, my thoughts so black. Black, black, I'm black. My skin is so black. I'm rocking that black on black. is black. black rims on this black. black wheels in this black. Black wheel with this black. Black, black, black. So black on black on black on black on black. Black, black, black on black. black my thoughts so black. Black, I'm black, my skin is so black, I'm looking all black, everything is black. Rims on this black, wheels on this black, 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 Niggas in the back like, oh word, diamonds all black like, fuck what you heard, fuck what you heard, fuck what you heard. Spilling some Hennessy black on the curb, just for the memory of the deceased. When I black out of a week in the beast, what is gon' be, what is gon' be? You don't wanna fuck with a nigga like me, bet you never seen my fuck so black. Nigga, I'm black on black on black on black on black. Black, black, black on black, black, my fuck so black, 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 I'm black, my skin is so black, I'm looking at black on black, it's black. Rims on this black, wheels in this black, black, this black, bitch, black, black. Black, Tim's black, hill tracks like I'm six black. Hair black or dead black, lips black, even my dick black. Granddad Irish Trinidad, guess I am half. I gotta go to ancestry.com. I think about the black. The police ain't about the black. He's still a pig even though he black. Only got a lynch head in that. If you black, you dead in that. Strange fruit hang from a tree. On the leaves is red in that. Do it right like a Garveyite. Africa, I'm heading back. Niggas in the street, black on black. Killing with the heat. Put off his feet. Put him in the shack. Mantle moves up in the head to cash. Makes blacks to dilute black. Don't want black to be used black.
take black and they boot that. Orange is the new black. Black, 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 black on black. Black, I'm so black, black, black on black. My skin is so black, I'm looking at black on black. It's black rims on this black wheels. It's black, 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 black,